Hey everyone, welcome again to Coffee with Jesus. Today, I want to have a look at something that just makes sense to us at this time of the year. For those of you who may be listening to this a bit later, right now we are in between Christmas and New Year. And so the title for our time together today is The Space Between. If you're new to our podcast, if you're just clicking on with us now, uh, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. As far as possible, we release this podcast every Tuesday uh, throughout the year. And the point of this podcast is for us to grab a cup of coffee or tea, or as you're in the gym working out or on the road traveling to work or perhaps dropping your kids off at school, let's spend 15, 20 minutes together speaking about something, anything that may help us become more like Jesus. So, Thank you for joining us. Subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you are on. And let's dive into today's session. Again, the reason we're looking into the space between is because naturally between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, we're in that space. And um, I never even know what the day is, to be honest. I don't know what the date is. I don't even know who I am in between those two days. I don't know who is doing what and what the purpose of the day is. And it all kind of morphs into a single entity that becomes not quite Christmas, not the next year yet, but time, space between. And while this is true for this time of year, it can also be true for where we find ourselves in different spaces in our lives. Sometimes we have to navigate the space between jobs where one has ended and there isn't really another one on the horizon. Perhaps you've just finished your studies and now you're looking for a job, looking for a way to invest your life into the passions and desires God has given you, and you're in between education and occupation. Sometimes the space between applies to the space between relationships. We thought that person we were with was going to be the one, and then it ended, and now we're not sure where to go or how to navigate singleness, dating, again. Perhaps you're in the space between with your kids. You knew how to handle them when they called you mommy or daddy, but now as teenagers... The challenges have changed and you're in the space between. You don't know how to navigate this new season. Perhaps the space between for you is losing a loved one. And now you're between loss and healing. Perhaps for you, the space between is that every month when it comes to money, the first couple of weeks are good. And then the last couple of weeks are a stretch because you struggle financially. There's a lot more month at the end of the money. Perhaps the space For you, the space between is more internal. You are clear on your calling and purpose, but recently that clarity has changed into a dense fog and you feel kind of caught between what you were called to do and what might be ahead. You kind of feel like the calling that guided you for so long isn't as clear anymore. And so you're in the space between. Now, the space between in any of the examples I've given above or one that you may think of that applies to you is not easy to navigate. It's a space of uncertainty. It's a space where we question and doubt. It's a season where the past looks better than it was because the present is uncertain and the future is unknown. You know this, right? If, if you've ever come out of a bad relationship and you're kind of navigating that space between, you begin to think back on a past relationship very romantically and you only remember the good things. But the space between is important because it teaches us things we cannot learn when we are either at our last point or our next point. So for the rest of today, I want to have a look at some of the things that we can grasp in the space between. The first we see in the space between is that God is all we need. When we see the Israelites leaving Egypt, they left with a whole bunch of riches and wealth. But all they needed in the space between is God. 
It took them 40 years to figure this out. But this is one of the most important things we figure out in the space between is we need nothing more and nothing less than God. God is all we need. A friend of ours, uh, Cheryl Mann, was on a medium-term term mission trip about three months. And her revelation in the mission field, the thing that she came back with, was simply this. You only realize Jesus is all you need when Jesus is all you have. You only realize Jesus is all you need when Jesus is all you have. In the space between, we see that everything else we think is a need is secondary to our relationship with Jesus. The wilderness puts needs into perspective. As you navigate the space between, perhaps God is reminding you that what you most need is not another job, another relationship, or anything else. Perhaps this time of being in between is a time for us to realize again the all-sufficiency of Christ. He is all we need. As his word says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the king and his kingdom. He is all we need. And so that space between might be a time for you to realize that Jesus is all we need. The second space, um, the second thing the space between does is it's, there's a temptation to create things to worship. God seems a bit distant or even a bit dangerous in the space between. Um, he might be calling us to do things that seem illogical outside of faith. And so if we aren't careful, what we can do is we can create godlike things in our lives and we begin to live for them. We begin to worship these godlike things. Another word for that is idol. Again, the Israelites are a great example of this. They were there while God was speaking to Moses and downloading the covenant for them. And instead of waiting well, they chose to create something else to worship. We see they, they give their gold, they give their stuff to, to Aaron, and they create the golden calf. They chose to make a manageable idol because the reality of who God was in the space between was too much for them. This is such an interesting thing, and we could probably just take multiple podcasts to unpack just this thought. In the space between, we tend to put ordinary things on the thrones of our lives. They might be good, they might be bad, they might have no inherent morality or ethic, but what we can do is we can fall into the trap of worshiping that relationship we want so badly. We can fall into the trap of idolizing people who we think are the ones who can help us. We can, we can fall into the trap of loving money because, hey, we've all thought this thought at some point, right? If I just had a bit more money, everything would be fine. And so in that space between, in that space of, of not where I was, not where I want to be, that space between, what we can do is we can allow things that can add value to us and benefit us, we can put them on the thrones of our lives and we begin to idolize them. Why? Because we can manage them. In the space between, God is not manageable. In the space between, God is not going to fit into our box. He's not going to do what we want that's outside of his will. God is not manageable. And so what we can tend to do is worship that which is manageable. In the wilderness, however, in the space between, we are also given the opportunity to worship God with no distractions. So not only does the wilderness, the, the space between, become a place of temptation to worship that which is manageable, but it is also a place where we can step into worship of the unmanageable God, the immeasurable God, the untamable God. We can worship Him without any distractions. We have the opportunity to experience God like never before. Again, I want to use the relationship example. When you were dating that previous person, that, that relationship consumes so much of your time and you're thinking that perhaps even in your worship of God, you 
worshipped with that person or worshipped alongside that person, but now it's just you and God. And so you can choose to worship that next relationship or you can choose to worship God without the distraction of a relationship. And so the space between is the potential to idolize or it is the potential to go deep in worship of God like never before. The third thing about the space between is we learn to follow well. It's well documented throughout scripture that the people were led by a pillar of God's glory. It manifested itself as fire and cloud at different times, but it was God's glory that led the people. When it moved, they moved. When it stopped, they stopped. And we've spoken about this before, that it was not an easy thing to do because you never knew how long you were camping. You never knew when you were going to move, but it was the way they navigated the wilderness. And this is, the, this is true for your space between as well. It doesn't have a map. The space between does not come with maps or a compass. Uh, you're going away you have never been before. You cannot rely on experience. You cannot rely on gut feel. And this is where we learn the importance of following well. In our world, we want to be able to chart our own course. We celebrate people who seem to pioneer their own way. We want to be the ones who decide where we go and how we get there. The thing is, though, even in the space between, if we hold on to this way of thinking, we will tend to get more and more lost. We'll tend to move further away from where we need to be. When we come to the point of surrender, however, where we finally realize that the only way through is by following God, that is when we begin to move towards the next thing God has for us. When we try and navigate the space between without the guidance of God, we land up nowhere real quick. A great example of this again is relationships. Following God might look like the opposite of what we want to do. We may want to move quicker than the glory of God is moving. We might not want to pause. We may want to jump right back in. And in desperation to get to the next relationship, we leave God's glory. We leave God's words and ways and will, and we get into a relationship with someone who doesn't love Jesus. We might think sacrificing our values will speed it along. And so we end up doing something that wouldn't make sense in the context of discipleship and God's glory. The end result of not following God in the space between is we may get a shadow of what we want, but it will cost us more than we can afford. I want to say that again. Sometimes what happens when we choose to not follow God is we can get something that looks like what we want. It's a shadow, but in the end, it will cost us more than we can afford. Learning to follow God in the space between means surrendering our timeline, our strategies to God and allowing him to plot the course. The space between teaches us to follow well. There's so much more we could talk about when it comes to the space between and what it does in you, for you, if we submit to God. But to close off, I want to say one last thought is that the space between refines you. If we will allow it, the space between has the potential to remove from you the very things that has kept you here for so long. Every year around this time, Cheryl and I, uh, my wife, we go through our entire house. And that sounds big. I mean, it's just a couple of rooms. But we get rid of the things we will not need in the coming year. We go room by room, covered by covered, and we ruthlessly get rid of things. The space between Christmas and New Year's has become a time when we slim down for the next season. It's so good. It's such a great time of year for both of us. And, and it's spiritual. It's not just a physical thing. It's actually a spiritual thing for us that we feel ready. We're not hindered by the stuff of the previous year. We, we, re, we reduce our living so that we can step in lean and trim for the next year. For the Israelites, we see all the people that still had a slave mindset and couldn't step into the promise of God. They die in the desert. 
the nation of Israel were refined through the space between, so that only those who could possess the promise of God were left. None of those who lived from a slave mindset stepped into the promise of God. Perhaps the space between is the space you need to realize what you don't need in the season ahead. I'm going to say that again. Perhaps the space between is the space you need to realize what you don't need in the season ahead. Perhaps you need to let go of hurt and unforgiveness. Perhaps you need to drop a habit or a way of thinking. Perhaps there's a person who's hurting you more uh, and you, you, need to, you need to stop giving that person permission or access to you. Maybe it's bad spending habits. Maybe it's something you don't like to admit, like selfishness, entitlement, perhaps racism, prejudice, whatever it is. What is it that, that this season between, this, this space between is trying to remove from you? The space between is not always nice, but it is something that can grow us by refining us. We move from one thing to another through this space. And in so doing, we learn these things, right? We, we learn how to rely on God. We learn where our worship is. We understand the significance of following well, and we let go of what doesn't grow us. Today, if you would allow me, how is your space between going? Are you trying to figure it out on your own? Or are you satisfied in God, worshiping God, following God, allowing God to refine you? Or perhaps you're the opposite. You're satisfied with the next thing you you're, you're unsatisfied maybe frustrated are you worshiping that which is manageable are you following your own gut feel and are you keeping the things that are hindering you Reg depending on where you fall in these two scenarios is how you will experience the space between and i want to challenge you that the space between is not always bad it can sometimes be the greatest season of your life if you are satisfied in God, worship God, follow God, and allow God to refine you. And so I pray that this space between Christmas and New Year, that even as you just navigate these few days, that you would reflect on this, think about it, and ask, where in my life am I in the space between, and what is that space between in my life achieving? Man, I hope this has encouraged you. I pray that it blesses you as you step into all that God has for you in the next year. God bless. Love you so much. Have a great 2023, and we will chat to you soon. Cheers, everyone.